Are you aware that ancient texts and teachings throughout history, calling for the complete transformation of the human life, keep calling us here and now to take the first step towards true inner freedom? The Tao Te Ching is one of the most beloved and widely translated books in human history. The book, written approximately 2,500 years ago by Lao Tse, is one of the most fundamental manuals bearing the philosophy and methodology of spiritual development throughout all times. The wisdom that it offers does not belong to a single culture, but is an inheritance that has been left for all of humanity. Lao Tse presents it as an initiation teaching, a path, which refers to the essence of the universe and seeks the transcendence of the self. Tao expresses the idea of the primordial principle, the unmanifest, the causeless cause. It is the origin of every created thing to which everything must eventually return. In the words of Lao Tzu, the Tao that can be talked about is not Tao. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. Everything in the universe comes out of nothing. Nothing, the nameless, is the beginning. Hello and welcome, wherever you are in the world. Today we present the audio reflection that opens our monthly activities. Every month, we explore a different aspect of the universal wisdom through a series of weekly public talks on Zoom. For more information about our event, follow the links in the written description below. We hope that our podcast will provide you with food for thought, inspiration for new questions, and impulses in your research for new answers. This ancient path has been traveled by countless pilgrims over the millennia. They have come from all lands, bringing with them a wonderful diversity of cultural and religious expressions. They have called themselves Taoists, Buddhists, Christians, Jews, Sufis, and many other names. They have tread this path with compassion and mindfulness. Their courage has preserved for us a path that is open to all beings without exception. With each step that you take on this path, you will be walking in their footsteps. The only qualities you need are the inner recognition that this path, this possibility, exists, and the willingness, the longing, to follow it. The only action you need to take is that of lifting your foot to take the next step. It is a path of direct experience. Talking about a path is not walking that path. Thinking about life is not living. To know that we know nothing is the greatest thing. To know nothing of inner knowledge is a sickly state. For human beings of the present day, this verse and many others of Lao Tse are incomprehensible. We wonder if these words still have meaning in our technical scientific times, or if the Lao, the Tao Te Ching, the holy book, the book of the way and virtue, was addressed only to the people of his time. Here in the present day, 
There are many people who do not understand why knowing that one knows nothing is the apex of knowledge. Is it not true that most human beings find it humiliating to, to acknowledge that they know not? Especially here in the 21st century, which is regarded as the information age, an age in which knowledge is power, and the doors of schools and universities are more accessible than ever before through educational technology. In today's civilization, when each of us tries to surpass others by means of an intellectual education, these words of Lao Tse might be considered to sound as absurd as the principle of doing without doing. How is it possible to arrive at something without doing anything? One might conclude that this man must have been a, and had a very simple way of thinking. Perhaps we are the ones who are too simple and are lacking in intelligence, since we do not comprehend what is meant by Tao, the root. Our lack of understanding refers us back to the original essence of life as expressed by Lao Tse. My people are lost for lack of knowledge, say the Holy Scriptures. If we are honest with ourselves, we would have to acknowledge that this wisdom is lacking in us as well. It could be argued that many men possess immense knowledge, for example, theologians, philosophers, and scientists. Certainly this is true. However, by itself, this kind of knowledge is insufficient when it comes to understanding the Tao Tse Ching and other universal teachings. Nevertheless, many believe that they possess such vast knowledge that they will eventually be able to use it to explain all things that exist on earth and in heaven. However, earthly science is not capable of explaining the divine world and all that depends upon it. We consider ourselves to be intelligent, enlightened, mature, and wise human beings, and yet we are extremely poor as far as the true knowledge of our own origin is concerned. Can you answer these fundamental questions about your own existence? Where do we come from? Why do we live? And where do we go after death? To see and realize our lack of true knowledge is in itself a grace. It is the greatest thing according to Lao Tse, for this understanding gives birth to the desire to bring light into the darkness of ignorance. But if this desire springs from an ambition to develop or advance earthly sciences, then Tao does not make itself known and the wisdom of Lao Tse remains incomprehensible to us. This darkness is our state of being. We are unaware of the treasure of knowledge that is hidden within us. In this sense, we will remain sick for as long as we do not take the path of healing. If we read the Tao Te Ching attentively, we will find the guidelines to follow this path. For example, it says that the sage desires what others do not desire and does not esteem goods that are difficult to obtain. He learns not to learn 
and turns to what men neglect. To possess these virtues, as Lao Tse calls them, it is possible for all human beings. Within every human being dwells a divine spark that must be awakened to life. Once it has been awakened, the power, the source of true wisdom, the force of divine radiation, will flow abundantly. But, as long as the self believes that it can do everything, that it knows everything, that it is capable of performing and perfecting everything, then the dam that we have raised in ourselves will continue to separate us from Tao until the date dawns when we finally accept the fact that we do know nothing. From that moment on, we will be ready to allow the process of our self to climb. Only then will doing without doing become possible. As long as our life expresses ourself through the activities of the I, as long as we abandon the reins of our personality to our desires for action and seek advantages for ourselves, we will continue to push the I forward. Then doing without doing would it most simply be used as a therapy to dispel inner restlessness. According to Forbes, the highest addiction of present-day humanity is being busy. People pride themselves in, on being busy. Some are almost incapable of remaining inactive, so much so that they become psychologically disturbed if for one reason or another they are forced to interrupt their activities. Nevertheless, doing without doing could be an invaluable help for humanity. It could be precisely what is needed, thanks to a treasure that is not of this world. For doing without doing concerns an impersonal action. An activity does not proceed from egocentrism. Are human beings in general capable of this kind of action? Lao Tse says in this regard, the sage separates himself from himself and thus appears that because he owns nothing as his own, that which is his own can be realized. When the self is annihilated, it leaves no empty space, for as it diminishes, the other one within us grows. Lao Tzu says, the sage clothed in a burlap bag harbors a jewel in his breast. This jewel, also called the spirit spark, must be awakened to life. Let us take an example from nature, the seed. Everyone understands that a seed only germinates when the proper conditions for germination and development are present. When the soil contains neither nutrients nor warmth, or if there is no rainfall, there will be no basis for growth and germination will not take place. The seed will not reach its full potential, which is to become a plant or a tree. Similarly, if the egocentric self does not provide the required conditions, our spiritual essence will remain in a dormant state within us and the new soul will not have a basis for rebirth. Lao Tzu tells us, 
My words are very easy to understand, very easy to apply, but my words have an origin. My deeds have a master. Since you do not know them, you do not understand me either. These words were spoken over 2,500 years ago. Sadly, we must conclude that up to the present moment, humanity at large has not changed its ways at all. The essence of truth, the key to true life, in its sublime simplicity, has been covered up and totally lost in oblivion. Even so, the way is shown to, whom, to humanity so that understanding can give birth to the desire for liberation, which leads to the offering of the egocentric self and to doing without doing. In this way, all of us will reach the goal, unity with the all, reunion with the divine source. May countless men and women come to understand the wisdom shared by Lao Tse and transform that understanding into deeds. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.